this thing is a great gift day of a strip show, dance show. We're there, dude. Welcome back, guys, on today's show, This Week in Death of, and Should I Buy That $255 Drone for Only 69 Bucks, and The Long-Awaited Return of My Peeps, and sure, right, you're the lead singer of the Rolling Stones. All this and much, much more will be discussed here on Deacon Live. How are you? How are things? How are things going? Over to my far right-hand side is IT Dan. And good, good afternoon. Everything's great here <laughs> I for me. You, I catch you off guard, Dan. I mean, I, I, we've only been prepping the show for the last hour. I know. I was, I was just thinking. I had thoughts. What kind of thoughts chat. are you having? Thoughts that go in the Amazon locker. <laughs> <laughs> so, Dan, how was your uh, your week? How's your week been going? Let's do it that way. Let's start there, Dan, because uh, you've got a lot of stuff going on. You were complaining the other day. Every day you've got something going on. You've got no time to play your video games or to sit there and go to your Amazon locker over the GNC warehouse to buy your protein whey and get all your, your stuff. How has your week been going? It's been going good. The tiling job, I have one more day of um, just grouting on the tiling job. Are you job. sure it's just yep. one more day? Because yep. every, yep. every time I get the the thing, it, it's, I only got one more day. We can do this in one more day. We can do this in one more day. And it's not yeah. a big deal. It's, it, it, Amy loves it. Don't worry. Everything's <laughs> fine. I just think it's funny that, you know, one more day. Well, yeah. I mean, it should, I should be able to get it all done tomorrow. Last weekend, I had to drive down from uh, to Charleston, South Carolina. Now, for those of you who don't know, we broadcast just outside of Charlotte, North Carolina, a beautiful little town we like to call Marshville. And we sit on about 22-some-odd acres here. And Dan lives probably about 40 minutes, what, 40, 45 minutes yeah, from the 40, studio? 45 minutes away. So you're driving from here, or at no, least this? Yeah, from Mount Gilly, from the general area. Right, down to? Down to Charleston, South Carolina, which is about four hours each way. And had to drive down from my nephew's in the Navy. He's moving to Virginia. Now, is he in a barracks, or is he at a, like an apartment he, or he some kind in, of? He's in an apartment complex. He's going to be going to the barracks when he goes to Virginia. I guess I don't understand. Is there not a barracks in St. Charles Place? Oh, no, there is one in Charleston, but he's... Oh, he, Charleston, he, sorry. Charleston, but he moved from... Which is a beautiful city if you ever get to go I've been there. there. Um, um, he just... He had to move. He's moving, and his father is six foot two, two 250 pounds. He didn't come down. He sent his wife, who's five foot two, 150 pounds. She can't carry the stuff. So Kathy and I had to drive down four hours. And then you, you two are no better than that. I mean, no. Dan, you're, you're, yeah. how old are you now? I'm 67. And I'm sure, you know, Kathy's right around that age. I'm not going to ask yeah. you age or your Kathy's wife. Kathy's 65. Well, okay. So, and then this kid is in the Navy. Yeah. And is he living there with a bunch of bros or is yeah, he got just, a- just by himself. He's 20 years old. And, and so what, and he's got his mother who weighs 89 pounds with a box in her hand. No, his, his mother's about 150 pounds, but she's tiny. She's not strong at all. So he was counting. This 20-year-old Navy SEAL guy is depending on a 67-year-old man, his 65-year-old wife, and his 60-whatever, 150-pound mom yeah, to yeah. help him move? Yeah, to help him move. Does he have no friends? Yeah, I don't know. And, you know, and then um, he's, we've known about it for three weeks ahead of time. We go there. He hasn't got one thing packed. Oh, nothing, nothing ready at all. You know what you do then? Yeah. All the, I'm sure, Dan, you brought boxes and, and packing blankets and all that. I would have just thrown them right there on the driveway and go, call me when these are all full. Yeah, he, he had to get out of there that day because he had to be in Virginia that night. 
And I've just, <laughs> nothing about you, crunching you, the time you, schedule. You think two years in the Navy, they teach them something about schedule and order and I, I don't know. What's don't they, what do they call it at the end of your bunk? Isn't it a foot box or lock box or something? Foot box? Yeah, foot locker. Foot locker. But, uh, <laughs> it was way off. But we, um, you know, and I, he didn't have, I had to show him how to, he was wanting to carry everything out through double doors and around the building. I said, this will fit through the door. No, it won't. And you know how you have to angle things and move. If you ever played Tetris, if you ever played Tetris in your life, you move around the corner, you squeeze things out. So what all did you have to move? I'm, I'm assuming oh, a bed. A, a bed. I'm assuming some kind of dresser. No dressers at all. We so had, everything's just on the we floor. Had, we had one couch that was heavy as a mother. It was a and sectional he, couch. Did he have to have that couch if he's yeah. moving to a barracks? Well, no. Actually, all the stuff is going to a truck. We put it on the truck, and his mother's driving up to Massachusetts with it to keep it his family, at his house. Okay, so. okay. So she's yeah. she's going to put it into a, like a U-Haul or, or self-storage unit until he gets out of the... Uh, though they got room in the basement. They have a oh, okay. big house. Even better. Yeah. So uh, how did that go? I mean, we're, at the end of the day, did it give you, you know, the, the typical beer and pizza for helping you move? Or? No, I took him out for breakfast. He's you. He's a good man. Guess, guess what? I need you to come over and retile my bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> and and I make buy it, me lunch. You know, I'll buy you lunch. How's that and, sound? And um, he's a good kid. Um, he's one of our favorite nephews. He's always come down our house, and he's brought us so much joy in our life. I'm well, good. To, well, so it, it's not necessarily the, the the task at hand. It's the people that are involved in the task at helping him move on. Yeah, and, and I got to see him, and it was, it was a good time. You know, just to see him, even 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 if it was just carrying furniture and things. <laughs> right, the heavy stuff. Did you get all the heavy ends? Did you bring dollies? That's the worst thing. Finding no. dollies or anything like that. No, when I if I had thought about it, I would have. I had one, a nice aluminum mag liner, but. We, he's first floor, and it wasn't that far we had to walk. Well, so. good. All right. So everything's happy. He's all moved in. He's all nestled in and everything. Yep. And then I got that done, and then had a couple interesting computer jobs. Well, we'll talk about do. that. And don't forget, at the bottom of the hour, we're going to talk about uh, Up to Speed with Technology, where IT Dan talks all uh, geeky and nerdy on us about all the new stuff that are coming out. Now, when we're talking about moving, now, I bought my first house when I was 20 years old. And what happened was, and I've told you the story, uh, I've told everyone the story uh, probably a couple times, where my mom and dad, there was a, a semester or a summer break uh, when I was in school. I was going to community college at the time, getting ready to go to a university. I took the three the summer off three months so i was working two jobs at the same time and my mom well my dad said you know hey you know what you're gonna live here for three months we're gonna charge you rent in the house that i know you grew up in i know you were born in this house i know that now you're you know 18 19 20 years old in this house we're gonna charge you rent to live in this house and at the front at the time i had a friend she was, uh, uh, her mom was a realtor and was, was doing pretty good at the time. And so I was working two jobs all the time and I had all this money saved up and I'm like, Hey, can your mom help me buy a house? Cause I'm like, I'm not paying rent in the house that I grew up in. I mean, I, I can understand if I wasn't going to school or anything. Uh, and my mom and dad said, even when I was in high school, as long as you're in school, you will never pay rent on this house. Didn't register at the time, but now, so I bought a house, long story short, bought a house, signed on the dotted line, had to go to work that afternoon. Came home to my new house, and I, I didn't have anything, ba- basically a pillow and a blanket. Went to work the next day, and my mom and dad grabbed everything out of my room and literally threw it into my house. Like, through the, just through the bed right there in the living room, through all my clothes, on the bed. Um, I, threw, I bought a couch in the, in the process of buying the house, so 
everything was just thrown right there in the middle of the living room. My TV, my stereo system, all my tapes and all that stuff. What about the only child being spoiled and pampered? Yeah, it, it didn't happen here. But at the time, I had some really, really good friends that were like going, hey, you know, can we have the keys to your place? We'll go over there and, and set up for the party tonight, you know, moving in. And they got over there and they saw everything. And they were like going, what the hell is this? So they took the time and took all my clothes and hung them up in the closets, fixed my bed up, set my bed up and everything. I got the TV to where we could all watch TV and got the stereo. And so that was my moving in as far as my parents and stuff. Me moving out for the first time. Never never lived on my own at all. Went right from my mom's house to, to my house. What an adjustment. No, you, actually, you turned out okay, I think. Well, I mean, being an only child, my mom and dad worked, like, all the time. So I never really saw him. So it was my uncle, my I don't want to say my retarded uncle, but he was retarded. He was slow. He was the one that was at home when I got home from school. He was the one that made me dinner and stuff. My mom and dad were working third shift, second shift, at the bars. I don't know what they were did doing. Did he make you sandwiches? He did make me some sandwiches. What kind? Um... I, not spam. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, mostly hot dogs. Hot dogs and Doritos is what I lived on. Okay. Why? So together or you, no, separately? No, separately. Oh, okay. okay. Well, <laughs> you know, we see the things going on with Oreo cookies and um, condensed milk. You don't. You never know what's going to happen. Yeah, you never know. All right, we got a big show to get into, so stick around. We'll be right back. You're listening to Deacon Live right here on Proper Radio. I'll be right back. Oh, where are you going, Dave? You're listening to Hollywood CBT with this latest song, I've Been Heard. For more information, check him out on ProfitRadio.com. You're listening to... This is between me and that... Deacon Live. Deacon Live. Deacon Live. That filthy, cheap slut. Profit Radio. Profit Radio. Now what? Oh. The ladies really dig these things. Hi. You know what I mean? Hi. And I think you do. Starting at 1... Rock music, the best rock music. Rock music. Uh-oh. Getting you ready Monday through Friday to wrap up your day. Deacon Live now presents you Talon Weatherby, all the way from Michigan, with big rock guitars and a country band sound. For more information, check them out on TalonWeatherby.com. Take all those secrets in your back, it holds them tight. Today's the day they see the truth from the outside There's no more holding back You cannot take things back What do you hear in the background, Dan? Can you hear it? Someone's out there mowing the lawn again. Welcome back to Deacon Live. Make sure you follow us on all your social networks and stuff. And uh, the way you do that is go over to Proper Radio, P-R-O-P-H-E-T Radio. Click on Deacon Live or the social contact section, and you can see all the places that you can find us, all the things that link us to you and you to us as well. And don't forget, for every podcast we do, we have a matching video as well. And some of these stories that we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about in this episode, are also found over there. If you just want to do the little shortcut over there, a little section called Shared On, uh, we can get right to the story. And we post all the links of everything. Oh, the main topics and stuff that we talk about here on the show. And over on my far right-hand side is one of my main topics. That's IT Dan. Yes, good afternoon. It's a great day here in Marshville. It is nice out. Well, they're, they're saying that we're supposed to get rain here. And I hate to say that because sometimes, you know, people that are in other places that need rain, they're like going, yeah, fuck you. You know, you got rain and we don't have rain, you know, over in, was it California somewhere still? Is it, are they still burning over in California? Yep, they still got the fires. But we, and we were supposed to get rain yesterday and never got any. So yeah, it's, it's, uh, I get you. Yeah. 
you can't, I can't set a watch by the, I'm a Florida boy, born and raised. You could set a watch. You can go three, two, one, afternoon showers. And then you can go four, five, six, seven, and then they're done. And you can go, all right, and we can carry on about our day. Yeah, and it's different weather here. We've had some real heavy rain and then... Uh, but we're not flooding, yeah. we're not here to talk about weather. Um, Dan, as you know, as as some of our listeners know as well, uh, I've been trying to buy a, a new Chevy Silverado, but all the the computer chips or whatever chips they don't say they're computer chips, they just say the chips aren't available. And so you got a letter the other day saying that they are not going to be able to be ordered until December. That's that's kind of insane. I mean, it's, well, this is twenty twenty one twenty. You know, yeah, the twenty twenty twos aren't even out yet. If you're watching the commercials, the only ones that they're releasing are the 2022s like the small midsize like the small cars the midsize vans the smaller trucks i saw the truck commercial with the six-way tailgate and they said they're just playing this truck just to just to piss well no i mean they have those trucks but they don't have the one that i want i want the the trail not the trail boss i want the i forget what damn truck i'm i'm trying to get the the highland whatever the the big deal with all the computer packages and all that stuff high country high country thank you dan thank you someone's paying attention yes the john denver truck rocky mountain high and so those those trucks because there's so much technology involved in those trucks they're they're not making those right now but you can get the basic model with the multi-lift tailgate anyway so where i'm getting at is you've ever been to a dealership and there's always that one girl or the one like reception area it's always like a big round circle like right in the middle hi how can i help you now he's put like some bimbo behind the counter you know yeah. to, to bring you in yeah, and, yeah the, the restroom's right over there you know. right exactly or they answer hi how can i place your call or who can i talk to well in this video right here a horrifying video captures the moment a vehicle is driven by an unlicensed man working in, in a brazil dealership toppled onto the receptionist desk about 20 feet below so i guess they've got cars like a two-story thing and they've got cars on the second level and cars on the first level so this guy was unlicensed, drove the car right off of the, the balcony. You make it sound like unlicensed is, is abnormal. Every Nobody in Brazil has a license. I don't think they do. A 29-year-old 20, contractor was driving back from the car wash Monday when he lost control of the vehicle on the second floor of a Volkswagen dealership in Sao, Sao Paulo. Now, the shocking security camera, if you want to see this video, like I said, you, uh, we posted over there on the Profit Radio over on Deacon Live. The, the shocking security camera footage shows a white car falling upside down on the round desk with 19-year-old receptionist was sitting. The young woman suffered multiple fractions and was flown by a chopper to a local hospital. So here you go. If you want to see this video, Dan. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm dying to see it. Now, you said, can you see this video on your screen right now? Yeah. It says, warning, distressing content. So here we go. I don't know if there's any uh, volume to it or anything, but I'll play it. You ready? Here we go. Is the button on? The button is on. So tell me what you're seeing right now. Uh, right now, you're showing an aerial view from a security. You see a, an almost circle desk that the receptionist is sitting on where She's got a little pie shaped in the back where she can get in and out of her cubicle. Okay, so here. Oh, <laughs> and that car, I mean, it was so quick. It came over and it's landed upside down. You see all four tires and the desk is shattered and some guy's running Look, over. She sees it coming yeah. Yeah. and it looked like she barely, I mean, it fell on top of her. Hold on. It fell on top of her, but the way the, the trunk is kind of protected her. She, yeah, it looks like the roof landed and she was in the space right where the trunk would be, which gave her maybe 30 inches off the ground. Yeah, so, yeah. and there's the aftermath of that. There's, there's a girl. Yeah, they have her on a stretcher and a bunch of... Oh, uh, well, they're airlifting her helicopter, so... Yeah. yeah. It's not just a scratch. Well, I mean... Wow. 
So, I mean, you're just sitting there minding your own business. You're answering phone calls, and then all of a sudden this this car just jumps off of the, the second the, floor. The, this is the reason why nobody wants to go back to work. Right there. That's the main reason. Now, back to work. Dan, are you familiar with Dollar General? Yes. And we they just put one right down the street from us, a mile from our house. I could almost walk it if I was younger. Now, Dollar General, I think, started out as a dollar store many years ago, but they've, they've upped their prices, and they what they do is they take a little bit more pride in bringing in more name brand stuff instead of generic stuff. Now, there's also another company out there called Dollar Tree. Have you ever shopped there? Yeah, we shopped there, too. My wife goes there, like, during the holiday times, and she gets all, like, the cheap decorations, and oh, I'm hitting the microphone here, gets all the cheap decorations, and she'll, she'll do, like, the crafting and stuff. If you take this from a Dollar General store, and TikTok is, is probably helping Dollar General altogether because they make all these videos. You can find all... You get some Southern Charm girl going, you can find all these stuff at your Dollar General or your Dollar Tree, and we'll show you how to make a porcupine sculpture. <laughs> you know, and it's all these glue and hot glue and staple and all that. Want to know what my favorite item is from Dollar Tree? What is that? Wallabies Gourmet Licorice. It tastes ten times better than Twizzlers. First of all, wallabies, That's isn't that a uh, the marsupial? It's going to be Australian or something, I would say. And then you say licorice? What flavor? Red licorice. All right. Well, as long as you don't say the black licorice because yeah, nobody I, I, likes yeah, it. Nobody does. All right. So Dollar Tree right now is changing their everything is a dollar because of inflation. And I say inflation. Uh, everyone knows that the supply chains are, are really hard to come by as far as food, as far as just goods and services and products, and just transportation of all these things. Well, Dollar Tree itself has, has held strong, steadfast, as trying to keep their, their stuff at a dollar. Right now, Dollar Tree on this past Tuesday is adding a dollar twenty-five and a dollar fifty price points at some stores. And so they're not going to have any more of the, the Dollar Tree, the dollar until then, it was a it was the last big dollar store change sticking with the one dollar price cap. The news signals the death of the traditional dollar store concept here in the United States. I want to say something about the Dollar Tree near us. I see people go in there and buy do their every bit of their grocery shopping. You can see their cart is full of stuff, right. and they're ringing it up and ringing But you know. some of the stuff I've seen at Dollar Tree, like a yeah. can of, let's say, SpaghettiOs, they, oh, it's yeah. only a dollar. But you know what? If you actually go to Walmart or even your big stores, it's usually 89 cents. So I'm like going, well, I mean, it, come on. It's, it's a it, dollar. It, it works both ways. All right. Take so. it away, Dan. Yeah. A Dollar Tree, that's the last of the big dollar chains selling items for a dollar or less. On Tuesday, it says it's officially breaking the buck. By adding a dollar twenty-five and a dollar fifty price points in some stores. All right, hold on, Dan. I already read that. That's why I highlighted yeah, this in blue. Yeah, the news sent its stock price soaring as investors eyed sales growth without the restraint of one dollar pricing. It also signaled the end of the time for one dollar and under concept among the U.S. retailers. Yeah, and dollar stores have been, existed in the U.S. for decades and started to take off in the post World War II economy. While these stores began life selling products a dollar or less. Most were quick to diversify in prices in line with inflation, but Dollar Tree didn't. And I remember going to uh, a five-and-dime store. There Where was, everything was, yeah, five-and-dime, or, or what do they call it, penny candy or something like that? Yeah, you get penny I, I, candy. We're but, really dating our, our age here. But outside, it would say a five-and-dime store. It would say that. Well, Dollar General was the largest store chain in U.S. by store count. So they opened their first location in 1955, and they created – it was a father-and-son team, and they tried to replicate the Dollar Days sales found year-round at department stores in Nashville, Tennessee, and also in Louisville, Kentucky. Now, it 
it's it said the owner's son said it didn't take long for this to creep up and today's chains offer at dollar general has uh private labels and national brands ten dollars or less there's a west coast chain that's called 99 cents only it is facing lawsuits from customers after they raised its top price of the items in the store to 99 dollars and 99 cents in 2008 people are like going hey what's up it's misleading the company's name is called 99 cents well everything ends in 99 cents and that's what they were trying to portray but all these claims rises the prices dollar tree originally called only a dollar which they changed the name in 1993 stood by its promises and even investors pile on the pressure to to add new price points. Yeah, and that, we go to McDonald's, and McDonald's has value meals. You know what the values used to be a dollar. Now they're up to three dollars. Now, Dan, are you are you playing the lotto? The Powerball just landed. It's someone out in California won the seven hundred and I think it was seven hundred million dollar Powerball this past yeah, week over it, in California. Yeah, it's, it's down to forty million. It's not even worth playing this. You week. know, people yeah. say it's not even worth playing. I, I, I'm playing it. I'm just kidding. We but we we talked about you know the rich hide their money and stuff and and. Dan and I were going back and forth of what defines someone that's rich and what you have as far as liquid assets and what you actually own as a person. And so we went round in circles on that. Now, this gentleman right here, just a normal bar owner, and in Michigan, you're allowed to play lotto at the bar. Now, are you familiar with the game? The bar owner or a customer? I'm sorry, bar customer. I'm sorry. Thank you for correcting me, Dan. At least someone's paying attention. Um, Have you played the game Keno? I've seen it, but I've never played it. Okay, so for those of you who don't know what Keno is, in this place right here, in this bar in Michigan, they have a live screen and they, they do a drawing every two minutes. And essentially, you pick out ten numbers and it's out of, I think, hold on, let me read the article. Uh, it is out of... Ten numbers out of 80. Out of 80. So you can place a $1 bet, $2 bet, and then as you, let's say you you pick eight number or ten numbers, and if you get three right, then you get a dollar. You get four right, just like the regular lottery, and it keeps the increments, keep climbing and climbing and climbing. Now, this gentleman right here, a Michigan man, won the lottery earlier this month, but unfortunately something happened to him. On the morning of September 24th, the body of 76-year-old Gregory Jarvis was found on a private beach that makes up part of the single signal. Saginaw. Uh, he was a very nice guy, Don Teluski, the owner of the Blue Water Inn, Caseville, Michigan, told the reporters. Jarvis was certainly at the inn on September 13th when he played the Michigan lottery game called Club Kino. And I explained to you how the, the game actually worked. Club Kino numbers are drawn every few minutes from 6 in the morning to just before 2 in the morning. So that's a very long, there's a four-hour window where you're not allowed to play Kino in the Michigan area. Now, Jarvis hit the jackpot at its high point and won 40. $5,000 by matching eight of the eight spots. Now, does that make you rich? Well, it depends on, again, what your value of rich is. If he has absolutely no car payment, no house payment, no nothing like that, $45,000, I think I could live on $45,000 for about five years. Now, if you, you, you've watched that show, The Squid Game? Yes. One million won. That's no, the amount of money they have? No. No, you can win. What is one no, million won? No, not one million. It yeah. was, it was 45 billion at the end of the, at the end of the, well, when yeah. he gets to the thing, the whole entire thing yeah. was 45 billion won. But these people were talking about money they owed. One guy said, I owe oh, one million. Yeah. I owe one million won. You know what one million won is? I think it was like fifteen hundred dollars or something. Eight, one million won is eight hundred and forty-two dollars in America. No, it's not. Not yes. one million. One, no. one million one, won. One, hold on, throwing a flag on the field here because I, I was looking at it every time they said one. Every time they said the amount, I kept looking it up one to million see what, won to dollars. U.S. dollars. All right, here we go. One million won to U.S. dollars. One million won is. Oh, I'm sorry, you. I stand erected. It's eight hundred and four. 
800. Yeah, but I mean, if you get paid in one and yeah. you only make 50,000 won in a day, which is only 42 bucks. But I mean, you know, the, the trade's different there. Yeah, it's just, I mean, I, I thought these people owed, well, they got millions. Yeah, right. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, it bought you a yeah. lot. Yeah. So this gentleman right here, uh, what was his name? Jarvis. I don't want to diminish his name. Gregory Jarvis. Oh, Gregory Jarvis. Okay. Yeah. So he won. They said, hey, look, uh, he won. He said, oh, my God, this sounds great. Now, this is what happened. He bought everyone a round of drinks at the bar, you know, friends yeah. and stuff like that. But he could not cash his winnings because he had an invalid Social Security card. Are you ready? Well, he didn't have one at all. Says well, he didn't have one at all. And so he applied for one. So then, you know, he said, uh, well, you know, I'll be back. I'll wait for my card to come in. I'll go back to work and stuff. And I guess he worked upstate, you know, on a fishing lodge or something like that. And then the owner of the whatever fishing lodge came down and said, hey, uh, I haven't seen uh, Jarvis here in a while. Have you seen him? No. Sure enough, his body shows up, washed up on the beach with the lottery ticket still in his pocket. So they figured out that maybe he went outside. I guess he had a boat of his own, uh, was trying to tie up the boat during that time, slipped, fell, hit his head. And they, the police have determined that it was completely accidental. But yeah, but how do you how do you get to be 57 years old and not have a social security number? How, how do you own a that, boat? How do you do that? Oh Jesus! That's what I was saying. He's up in Upper State Michigan. The what do they call it? UP Upper Peninsula? Yeah. And he's in there working at this like little hole in the wall dive bar. It's like why people move to Alaska. To, they're on the run. They're on the lam. And oh, I don't have a social security card. So he's up there probably doing something illegal, trying to stay off the docks or trying to stay off the radar, and ends up passing away. Now, records show that his surviving family, I guess they found him somehow, uh, gets the uh, the winning amount or is in possession of the ticket right now. So <laughs> Yeah, so good news, bad news. All right, when we come back, speaking of hiding out in Alaska, they actually have a competition out there for the world's fattest, not the world's fattest, this year's fattest bear. And I'll dive into the details on that. You're listening to Deacon Live right here on Proper Radio. I'll be right back. I woke up in a You're listening to Bentley Records' latest release from Chi Pre with his latest song, Woke. For more information, check them out on properradio.com. Join, Join the, the next 120, 120 minutes. minutes. Your time is coming up! The next 120 minutes here on Profit Radio. It's our turn now! Profit Radio. Profit Radio. Deacon Live now presents you Boy Genius with LV the Boss with their latest song for the summer. All the way from Austin, Texas, the capital city of live music. Check them out on profitradio.com. You know they keep it a hunter. We bought the side too. Fresh out the sale booth. In the streets, boys shaking them up like a loose tooth. As when it came to you, like blue glue, the untold truth. LB and Woods, original ATX, how they group. Don't believe everything you hear. Welcome back to Deacon Live. 
Everyone wants to be heard. You want to be heard. I want to be heard. Everyone wants to be heard. And the way you do that to be part of the show is to go over to ProfitRadio.com, P-R-O-P-H-E-T Radio. Click on the little the Be Heard section at the very bottom right-hand side of the page or, or wherever you're listening to us from. It opens up a microphone. You can talk right into it. comes right to our inbox. We play it on the very next podcast. If you get it in quick enough, we'll play it on this podcast as well. Over my far right-hand side is IT Dan. Yes, good afternoon. It's uh, just started raining here in Marshall. And my, my cats are freaking out. My brand new kitties, my wife said, you know, oh, I want them to go outside and play. And they, they stick around the house. But now this is the first time they've been outside <laughs> when it's been raining out. So they're like hiding underneath the plants and hiding underneath the trucks and stuff. They're like going, hey, we're out here. Are you going to get them those cute little sweaters that they put them in and the little hoodies and things? No, okay. no, no. They got bells on them just so we can hear them when they're up underneath the bushes and stuff. So now we are getting into the, the weather's changing. Right now we're not getting into the cold spells and stuff. But up in Alaska, of course, it, it's, you know, the, what is it, 13 days of just straight days and then 42 days of just straight nights. How a lot, how does Alaska work, Dan? It, uh, it does change. the day, And they have less daylight than we do, but I'm not sure exactly. Never been there. Now, there is, there's a great movie out there. I think it's called Insomnia uh, with Al Pacino. And uh, he's a detective out there in uh, in Alaska. So it's kind of, you see the, the thing that he's going through on that movie. Now, let's see what they actually call it. The true titan of tonnage has been crowned, Dan. Yeah. Are you familiar with this? Um, no, but I'm going to learn. So in, in Alaska, I don't know how it started. We'll get into the article and maybe we can find out. The bears are starting to get ready to go hibernating. And when they do, they, they start fattening themselves up. I, I, these are big Kodiak bears. I'm not talking the little black bears that we have here in North Carolina and, and Florida and stuff. These are the big, big bears, the big Kodiak bears. are. So when you say they're fattening themselves up, they are not on the Mediterranean diet. They are not, but they're trying to get ready to go hibernate. I guess, I don't know how this all started, but let's get into uh, the article right here. After a record-breaking week of voting, the, what's that word right uh, there? Katmai. Katmai National park and preserve named the 2021 fat bear of the week champion as none other than the original winner himself his name is 480 otis yeah the week-long celebration of bears in southwest alaska bulking up as hybrids had fans voting get to the microphone down voting for which bear they thought was the chunkiest of them all this year over 793,000 votes were cast during the week Breaking last year's record of 650,000 votes. So, so after a tough week of competition, four tough of, week of competition. Yeah, I mean, of just eating, stuff in your face. Stuff in your, well, that's a job. You know what I mean? It's uh, and 480 Otis defeated fellow big boy 151 Walker, also known as the bear, the Baron of Burden, a uh, tonk, to become <laughs> unprecedented four-time fat. Bear Week champion. So I'm sure 151 Walker's really upset about yeah. it. Yeah, you know? and 480 Otis also won in 2014. So he's like the reigning champ. So. so, and the way you see this is you go over to, uh, let's see, Konami, Katmi, Katmai National Park. I know I'm butchering now. K A T M A I. There you go. Uh, and then in, instead of going for salmon, Otis, 480 Otis, simply waits for them to come to him. Even though he occasionally appears to be napping or not paying attention, the fish of the 480 Otis still succeeds by eating them and eventually becoming the 2021 Fat Bear Week champion. So it's like a sushi bar for him. 
Uh, let's see. One fish can contain about 4,500 calories. Uh, what else they got? So I guess he's been eating. There's an estimated 2,200 bears that occupy the national park, and they take pictures of them, and they put them on the website, on the park's website, and then you basically vote for them. And here he is. Look at him. And it all, you know, it, it's all about presentation. If you take a picture of 480 Otis, and he's just mangling a, like a deer or an elk, I don't know what they got up there, and he's just bloody mess, everyone's like going to go, ooh, gross. But, you know, 150 one walker's just laying by the, the salmon pond, and he's eating the salmon. They're going to, oh, and they vote for him. It's the cuteness yeah. factor. Yeah, isn't he cute and adorable? Congratulations, 480 Otis, for winning the fattest bear in Alaska. Now, oh, shit, where is this at? Hold on. Did I mess up? I think so. Speaking of the environment and being up in Alaska, Dan, what is your normal, everyday outfit wear? And I, what, what, I, I wear blue jeans every single day of the week, and and I wear you know a t-shirt. So and a, a t-shirt with no writing on it because you don't want to promote anyone. Well, well, same reason why yeah. you didn't get a tattoo and all that. Yeah, stuff. same reason. You know, I wear my Lucky for Life t-shirt, and I do have somebody supposed to be making me a Assassin's Creed t-shirt. But you'll wear that? Yeah, I'll wear that. But <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not someone who wears printed, t- you know, uh, commercial commercialized t-shirts now i like i like wearing jeans but it's getting to the point later in my older age or my elder age or whatever you want to call it as i get older in age i'm realizing that the jeans that have that little stretch to them i appreciate them so much more now than like the the button fly the levi's button fly 505 501s i think they were called yeah i lose track of the uh, nomenclatures did you know that jeans actually making jeans is completely hurting our environment no i'm gonna learn about that the process that it takes to make jeans, the dyeing process, it's, it's called indigo. So dyeing blue jeans uses toxic chemicals and a huge amount of water. What color are they originally? Uh, they're just cotton flavored. A discovery by researchers at the University of Georgia, those knuckleheads, may have solved the problem. Indigo blue particles are mixed with cellulose nanofibers derived from wood pulp. So what they're trying to do is they're trying to figure out a better way. The indigo dye does not want to absorb into the actual blue jean material, the actual denim, what they call. So what they have to do is they kind of got to trick it. It's kind of like the people that take turmeric and your body can only absorb so much turmeric. But if you put black pepper in your turmeric, your body will absorb 98% of the turmeric, which is weird for whatever. It's like an activator or something like that. And how many times did they experiment with other things to find that out? That's crazy. Too. Well, I'm sure there's chemically they, they sit there and do that. Indigo is the name of the very, very dark variety of ancient blue dye most commonly used to color jeans. The item of clothing is now considered by many a wardrobe essential, like Dan over there. Yeah. Do you have a matching jacket for your jeans? Um, no. no. Please I, say no. Just no, say no. <laughs> I know, but I have had them earlier earlier in my 20s. I, I did have... Um, denim, denim jeans? Denim or denim jacket. jackets? Yeah, I've had denim jackets. Okay. Course, yeah. If you were to say the 70s and stuff, I, I would give you a pass. And but I never wore a cowboy hat with them or anything. It's just uh, This produced mixing naturals and synthetic indigo pigment with water and dripping of the fabric into the solution. The problem of this process of the indigo isn't water-soluble in its initial state. So the toxic reducing agents like sodium sulfate are added to achieve this process. It's right here. Yeah. A new coloring, te- however, coloring technique, however, could offer a solution to toxic and environmentally unfriendly problem of denim dyeing. Jeans shouldn't be washed as often as other items closing as they shed thousands of microfibers that end in water. I have a 
septic tank, so I don't think it's going to bother that. Right, so. but, I mean, they're still leaching. It leaches out into the field, and then if you have a septic tank, they're pumping the septic tank. What are they doing with it? they got to put it somewhere. They put it into a water processing I've plant. Ne- I've never had mine pumped in 13 years. Well, you've got a good bowel system there, yes, Dan. Yes, yes. So needless to say, they say don't wash your jeans. You've always heard the story. Basically, they say fold your jeans up, stick them in the freezer, because the freezer will actually kill the bacteria. If you're going to wash them, soak them in the, in the sink or something like that. Don't do an actual wash cycle and they're trying to create this whole the way the indigo dye absorbs into the denim fabric by using wood pulp so it's not during the manufacturing process that's during during the washing them when you're wearing them first of all to start you have to get the dye into the jean into the denim fabric and to do that they they were using like sodium hydroxyl phosphate which is which is horrible because it pushes the color into the thing and then they say by washing them this material the the chemicals kind of leaches out into your your washing water yeah so what i'm so what i should be concerned it's happening during when you're washing your clothes not during the manufacturing process that's my question no it's on both ends okay it's on both ends that's what they're saying they're having a process it's a hard time pushing the indigo dye into the jeans and they're trying to come up with this new process by using wood pulp and then because they're not using the surfactants and all the other stuff to push this chemical into the jeans and then the second part is you wash the jeans. They say if you have jeans, it's always good to fold them up and put them in the freezer for 24 hours, and freezing kills the bacteria or any smells or anything that you might have in your jeans. It won't get the dirt out. (laughs) Then once you grab something out of the freezer, you go, oh, that smells great. Yeah. Now, this woman right here almost died because of her jeans. This woman right here, some people will go through great lengths for fashion, but this one woman right here... Her choice of shorts wound up sending her in the hospital. Now, she shared this TikTok video. I'm not going to play the TikTok video because it's it's horrible. It's just her laying in bed with a, with a soundtrack behind it. Her name is Sam. In her video, this 25-year-old woman from North Carolina, right here in our home state, um, is choosing to wear tight, tight, what they call booty shorts on a full day date with a guy she recently met. All right, so <laughs> let's start there. She decided that she's going to wear these booty shorts on a full date with this guy. So probably starts at maybe breakfast or after breakfast. Yeah. And then, to, you know, she probably wiggled into them jeans and gave herself a wedgie jeans for eight shorts. hours. Yeah. 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 So what she did is she put in these jeans and she walked around. They probably went to the park. They probably went up forever. Anyways, the whole entire date took about eight hours in which she had an eight-hour wedgie. And then she didn't really think about it too much. And then she woke up really, really sore. With a really, really sore butt. So we don't know how the date went. I don't know what happened at the date, but this is how the story goes. And it reads on. Dan, yeah, take yeah, it away. As the, as the days went on, she felt more and more sick, and eventually she went to the doctor who gave her antibiotics for a possible skin infection in her rear. It didn't help, <laughs> and the next day she felt so bad she couldn't walk because of a stabbing pain in her butt. She went to the ER. She's admitted into the ICU what doctors diagnose as a bacterial skin infection called cellulitis that ca- that led to life-threatening septic shock. Yeah. During a week at ICU, she was told might need the infected part of her butt cut off, but thankfully it didn't come to that. And she did have, but she did have to show her tush to a bunch of 
Uh, physicians. So she yeah. wore these jeans, and she also, if, if you read further in the story, she wore boys' uh, tidy whities underneath yeah. it to keep the jeans from rubbing her. Instead of yeah. like girls' panties, she's yeah. I guess she's got some boys' tidy whities. I guess that's the trick because they're all cotton and all that stuff. And she went on this eight-hour date with this guy, rubbed her butt cheeks raw, uh, got an infection, a bacterial infection. I don't know how you get... I mean, I, I can understand how a bacteria... I understand yeah. the process of a bacteria infection. But if you let it go, I guess she just let it go and, and didn't take care of it. Uh, it got infected. It got bad. It causes cellulitis. or Not cellulitis. Was cellul- what was yeah, a cellulitis. And so it made her sick, and she got septis, which is an infection in your blood, and made her sick. So she almost died. The great news, it has a silver lining, Dan. Yeah. The great news is... The boyfriend or the the guy that she went on this eight hour date with stuck with her through the whole entire process, and several months later uh, they're still dating. And the girl jokes about it. Sam says we're going to talk about this on our wedding day to all our grandchildren and stuff. So I guess the date kind of hit off. I'm sure it did. Yeah, you know, wearing those booty shorts. Yeah, well that's an interesting interesting story. But I mean that's actually kind of not. My mom wasn't wearing booty shorts, but that's kind of what happened to my mom. It, it it's a bed sore or something like that. It's the equivalent of a bed. Sore. You know, you get a, a sore in your body and it just rubs and rubs and rubs. And my mom is now going through. I'm not not to bring no. everyone down, but yeah. I mean, she had to have a section of her her back uh, removed uh, because I mean, small, about the size yeah. of a quarter, but still had a, a section of her. No, my friends had bed sores and they, you know, he was hospitalized for years and they are painful and and they can die from it. All right, when we come back, we are going to get up to speed with technology. Stick around. You're listening to Deacon Live right here on Proper Radio. I'll be right back. It feels like one big mistake These prison walls, they smother me I know I can't live this way There's always bills to pay There's always something in the way I can't help but feel I'm lost and for my sake Oh, please, just you're listening to Talon Weatherby, a country rock artist all the way from Michigan. Check them out on TalonWeatherby.com. Prophet Radio has asked you to like our page. What? What am I supposed to do? Hell yes. Prophet Radio has oh. asked you to like our oh. page. You want me to? I accept them. We at Prophet Radio would love for you to like our page. What? Baseball? Got that one too. Yes, oh. I'm good. We at Profit Radio. Yeah, I accept that one too. Love for you. Holy Christ, to like honey! This is awesome. Our this is Shit. awesome. What? This is awesome. I'm, I'm, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Okay, got it. Shit. Make sure you follow us on Facebook, Profit Radio. Always, always seems to find you what you want. You don't. Shorty call, stay away, bang it up, underlay, she gon' do shit. Welcome back to Deacon Lives. It is now time for Up to Speed with Technology with IT Dan. Yeah, can you imagine an iPad or a Kindle for the blind with inflatable braille that changes shape under a user's touch? 
You know, the, the, a Cornell-led co- collaboration has made a crit- crucial component for such a technology. It's a haptic array of densely packed actuate, actuators that cause silicone membrane dots to pop up when triggered by combustion. I mean, having something that can change its shape in a way you can feel like real objects, it doesn't happen now. The technology's not there. So is this a a thing that goes over your, like, is this a rubber type thing that goes over your tablet screen? Or is this a total different thing altogether? They're going to make something, they're still in the process, they're still working on it. Everyone's been trying to make something like this with electromechanical systems, something that a a blind person can touch and feel and get sense of it. It's come almost like 3D for your fingers and stuff. Now, I know that I think it's somewhere they've had TVs where you have a pad no bigger than like your iPhone or whatever, yeah. but it, it's kind of big and bulky. And the person, the blind person would lay their hand on the thing and the bumps would come all across like ticker tape across the thing when a news article or someone was reading something or something like that. I, I, am I wrong? Yeah, yeah, do you well, remember that? I, I vaguely remember it. And this, then everyone's been trying to do this tech with electromechanical and computerized right. things. And they're doing it with combustion, with small volumes of gas and powerful outputs. You know, and they say, and this can be used in the future for soft robots, wearable virtual reality suits, or medical instruments. But this is just something they're just coming up with now. They haven't got a product yet. I think it's amazing, the the whole Braille system and how it was created and all that. I just think it's so amazing. If you could take your hand without any sight at all and run it across. A, my hand, if you ran it across a line or something, I think I would go down to the sentence below. I'm like going, so the boy walked down to the store and mom yelled at him, and and sentence wouldn't make sense to me. You know, I mean, <laughs> I would pick up like halfway through the sentences. Yeah, and it's the the braille itself is amazing. If they can do something like this, if if they can help blind people, you know, get more enjoyment out of stuff, I think it's that's it's a whole crazy. untapped market. I think that's yeah. what they're trying to do. They want the million dollars uh, in technology things. Yeah. On a second thing, <laughs> I just kind of failed there. What, what do you get when you mix uh, Amazon's Alexa voice assistant? With an Alexa, with an Echo Show tablet, give it a hefty dose of artificial intelligence, integrate it all with Ring's home security system, and let it roll around your house. What do you get? You get a robot for the sake of the robot. Now, actually, you get Astro. It's Amazon's. Are you gonna let me answer that? You're just gonna just breathe. You're not even gonna let me answer it, are you? You're just gonna get right into it. No, (laughs) no. This is my segment. Yeah. Okay. Um, You get Astro. It's Amazon's long robot home robot. The two-foot-tall, 20-pound robot has a 10-inch touchscreen and collides an array of sensors, cameras, microphones, and it can wheel multi-directionally around you. Can't go up and down the stairs. It's it's cost about so I'm safe. Bucks. I'm safe yeah. if it freaks out yeah. and I go up the stairs. It can't get me. Yeah, it's it's not a Chucky robot. And so, early reports have likened it to it's like a robot vacuum cleaner. And you know they're not wrong. It just you know doesn't clean your house. That doesn't do that part. Well, why can't you put a vacuum cleaner on that thing too? Um, it, not yet. Have you have you watched the the Netflix thing called what is it? Sex, Love, and Robots, or something like that. No, I haven't seen that. There, I think the first episode of season two, they had something like that that walked around in the house. It was about the size of a small, I mean, small, small refrigerator, and it turned on the homeowner. You know, it yeah. vacuumed, it did everything, and it also said, you know, I must kill you at the same time. Oh yeah, I haven't seen that. But you know, this Astro is battery operated. When it's depleted, it goes back to its charging dock, like 
Other one. I can see when an elderly person, if they just need company, they can do FaceTime. They can walk around the house with them. They'll they'll feel comfortable knowing something's there. But uh, my problem with it is, if I had to call it and I said, "Hey, Astro," I know my wife's going to think I'm saying, "Hey, asshole," and I'm going to get smacked. <laughs> Stop in the head. calling me that. Yeah, we're doing that. I know that. The, the problem I have, I mean, granted, the whole robot thing is great. Do you have a Roomba at your house, Dan? No, I don't. Okay, so we have three here. I know, big baller. Roomba will go around the house, and they say, "When the problem I have is when it says it'll go back to its charger, the Roombas never find the charger. No matter how much money we spend on it, we could put it all in the same room. We could put it in three different rooms. A Square you're, box, it doesn't. Yeah, you're asking too much. You got 22 acres. You you got to leave them inside the house. Well, we do yeah. leave them inside the house, but they still can't find the charging base. And it, you know, we've got three of them, so I p- end up picking one. Oh, look, Roomba's lost, and I put it over on a different charger, and it doesn't know. And so I, that's the biggest thing. You, you can gotta, have it run over the house all day long and, and fix and do drapes and wash dishes and cook, but if it can't find its way back to the charging station, Dan, what good is it for? You have to read the manual. There's probably some setup. Never there. gonna happen. Yeah. So well. Um, one other thing this week, why was Facebook down on October 4th? Was it hacked? You probably noticed Facebook, WhatsApp, Instagram, Oculus, Messenger, all down for a day. And this led to wild spe- speculation. Was it hacked? Some sort of government cover-up? Didn't and, even notice. Yeah, during one of these routine maintenance jobs, a command was issued unintentionally took down all the connections in the back down, backbone of the network, effectively disconnecting Facebook the data centers everywhere, and the company's engineers were unable to access the data centers remotely because the networks were down. And they they finally had to manually go to the buildings, but because Facebook security is so much stronger now, they couldn't get into the building. They couldn't get don't, all the things. Don't so. believe it. Don't believe it. Yeah. So I mean, there, there's a, you know there's a conspiracy about the one security officer that was on court. She was testifying against Facebook, saying that Facebook's only in the Facebook business to be to make money and doesn't care about all the securities and stuff. And as soon as she testified. Excuse me, as soon as she testified, the next 24 hours, we had problems with Facebook. I thought she was testifying about their business model. And right. That, that it's, it's their morals, I think, what she was complaining right. about. Right. She was complaining about the morals because they were saying that yeah. Facebook is just in the business of, of corrupting and, and taking advantage of all this other, you know, the, the adolescents and the 10 to 12, the 15, the 20 to 22 years old, feed them all this stuff. And then, and they're even, oh, they're even on their news feed is, I think, uh, throttling the bad stories that come out about Facebook. I mean, wouldn't you? I mean, if that was your if that was your platform? Yeah. So they, they said it's a security problem or uh, they couldn't, they're too smart for their own britches? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I think they, well, I think they made it so secure they couldn't get back in in a timely manner. Doubt it, doubt it. They've got people in there. You say they couldn't get back in there, but yet they can figure out a way to follow your, your logarithms or your all, all those things to do all this other stuff and they can't figure out how to get in their own backyard? No, yeah. I don't believe it. Don't believe it for a second. Okay, well they're back, they're back up now. So I mean they're, they're back up now and it's working. I'm not a big Facebook fan anyway. So and so what else is going on with you, Dan? Uh, no, it's it. I had a couple interesting uh, jobs. I had to fix. I get the cameras going in our development. You're I, still working on that. No, I still gotta, milking that cow. Nope, no, I got that fixed the other night, and it was a problem with CenturyLink in their settings in the modems that they had it set up to a certain. Uh, settings and never told us about it. So, and they had to be at those settings for it to work. Well, you didn't get the email because you yeah. didn't have the settings set yeah. up. And but it was crazy because you could get you could use the modem, get on the internet that you could see out. 
but you couldn't they couldn't access it from outside. What about so. your Windows 11? That's coming out. I'm, I'm sure people got a lot yeah. of questions about Windows 11. Is, yeah. You've got yours up and yeah. running? Yeah, I have two computers with Windows 11, and I'm working on installing on a third one. It hasn't crashed yet, knock on wood. Um, <laughs> I, I like it. It's just a little bit different looking. Um, it's a little bit faster, but when it's when you have a brand new system, before they've put on 35 different updates, and that really slows it down. But um, I like it. So this is the part of the show where I up upsell Dan <laughs> or upstage Dan in California. Windows 11 is now producing a Windows 11 ice cream at some parlors in California, and it's got the the same color as the Windows logo, Windows 11 logo, which is like this blue yeah, indigo. Yeah, tint on everything. So there's an ice cream out there called Windows 11 out there in California. Okay, um, I was going to just say that. <laughs> you suck. I know. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I always yeah. upstage you at the very last second. All right, guys, stick around. we got more of the show to get into. Stick around. You're listening to Deacon Live right here on Proper Radio. I'll be right back. Listening to Fireworks, the lead single from Kid Corinth, his upcoming album entitled Yacht Club. For more information, go to ProfitRadio.com. You're listening to the best new rock here on Profit Radio. Stick around, we'll be right back. Attention, all you moms and dads out there. How did you think you did during this whole pandemic? Well, if you want to know or you have questions, please go to psychomomsquad.com. It's a humorous parenting blog that covers the various topics on today's what parents face during this whole pandemic. For more information, go to psychomom.com. If you want to send any messages during this time, play it back later. Radio website. What are you talking about? You can leave an actual voice, and then we play it live on the air. And we can hear from you. What? You're listening to Deacon Live right here on Profit Radio. Welcome back to Deacon Live. Don't forget all the musical artists that you hear on Deacon Live are independent artists and they support us and we support them as well. And we hope that you show them some love and the way you do that is go over to Profit Radio, P-R-O-P-H-E-T Radio. Click on their little logos, their little icons. You can follow their Instagram page, their SoundCloud page, their Spotify page, and also any website or any social contacts they have as well. And over to my far right-hand side, our very own social contact is IT Dan. Yes. Uh, yeah, I've been listening to these guys, and they're act, actually very good. You like them all, yeah. huh? Yeah, most of them. Most 
there's a couple that don't float your boat. Yeah, it's just not my style. Well, I that's understand. Pro- that's probably it. But so. the production value in most of them are, are it's phenomenal what people can do. Oh, I'm I'm saying why aren't these guys signed to a record deal? That's now we were talking about just a minute ago that uh, Microsoft or is it Windows Microsoft 11 that's yeah. producing ice cream. Dan, you did a little research. What'd you find out? Yeah, they're doing ice cream. They they did one whole skyscraper and they. Made the whole thing blue and have Windows 11 up the side. And Stupid. They're doing all <laughs> this crazy stuff. And, I mean, I think that they said that it's it's going to sell a lot. Of people want to get it. You're going to be saying. The ice cream? Said, no. I want to know about the ice cream. I don't yeah. care about Windows 11. Yeah. I want to know about the ice cream. No, nah, they just said they're selling. They haven't given it away in New York City. But um, I think. say if, what flavor it is? You're missing the whole thing, Dan. Okay. People want to know about the ice cream. They don't care about Windows 11. Okay, let's see what it is here. <laughs> Flea Bloomberry Ice Cream. Okay, they, they, they teamed up with Mikey Likes It Ice Cream in New York City to give away free frozen dessert. So it's Bloomberry. I don't know what Bloomberry is. It looks like a froze, frozen mix of the default Bloom Windows 11. Yeah, It just says it's ice cream, Bloomberry. Doesn't say yeah. what flavor it is? Yeah. You talk out your ear? No. Nope. All right, just checking. And it says, please get in touch if you experience the human blue screen of death, which is um, I know rain freeze. Yeah. Now, uh, earlier this year, NASA was looking for a couple people to do this experimental thing because they're trying to figure out, you know, can we survive on Mars? We're trying to figure out if we can at least get through all the things, the, the elements, when space traveling to Mars and then landing on Mars and, and colonizing Mars. Can I say Mars one more time? Yeah. It's kind of like when they do with astronauts to, to experience weightless, weightlessness. They put them in, like, big vats of uh, the ocean, like, uh, not vats of the ocean, but uh, in swimming pools. So, the, yeah, this is going to be that simulated room that they're building. So NASA reveals now they found the four people. I know all you people out there waiting for your email to see if you qualify. NASA reveals the four people who will live and work in its quote-unquote Mars habitat. This past summer, NARS, NASA announced that they were seeking applications from professionals who had certain qualifications and were interested in spending more than a month in a simulated Mars habitat. Fast forward to today, October 1st, the space agency is back with the names of the four people who will spend 45 days living and working in HERA, H-E-R-A, the Human Exploration Research and Log Development Project. This might be a dream for some space agents in the privacy or private companies see a number of technology innovations they need to see uh they need to make sure that you know fresh food throughout the so right here yeah among other things mass nasa wants to know how teams will interact with each other and perform the duties while living in a relatively cramped mars habitat including the behaviors they may exhibit that's where Hera comes in the latest simulated mars living experience it's going to last 45 days and involve relatively young, healthy, non-smokers who can pass both psychological and physical tests. Yeah, but I mean, psychological, I can that, understand. That to me is going to be the whole test. You know, yeah, because yeah. you got to understand that you are literally, you're being picked up off this planet. And you're it's kind of like what you went through when we landed on the moon. Did we land on the moon, Dan? 
I don't really know. So it's it's yeah. taking us out of our rock that we're, that's flying around through space and projecting us however many light years it takes to get to Mars. How long did it take to get to Mars? I think one and a half years for the rover to get there, wasn't it? Yeah, it was quite a while. And then for them to land on Mars and then build this thing. So that's psychologically in, in itself. And you're only four people? I panic if I'm in the swimming pool by myself for any length of time. Yeah, I, I that's not for me anyway. So the primary crew that's upcoming on the Hera message, Hera mission, sorry, yeah. they should spell these words right on the internet, would include Laura Cornell, Monica Garcia, Christopher Roberts, and Madeline Willis, as well as NASA is selecting a backup crew member just in case, you know, they, they, they fade out or get me out of here. Uh, Justin Lawrence and Pooh Wang. Additional Mars Habitat uh, missions will take place further through September 2022, giving others a chance to participate as well. They got a little video here. Let's see what happens with this video. See, 360 inside the Habitat for Humanity, so or Habitat. Habitat for Mars Sanity is what it should be called. So there's Habitat for Humanity. Mars Sanity. There's one. They're gonna show any more? Is that it? It looks like our office here. It looks like yeah. the studio, doesn't it, Dan? Yeah, it's <laughs> it's smaller than the studio and it's yeah. got one big door that says one on it. And that's it. That's all I got. That's not very Wait, exciting. Is that a Deacon Live sticker? I think so. Now, let's see. Imagine, Dan, yeah. if you will. Are you imagining? I'm imagining you getting out and being drunk in the woods. Why you give stuff away? <laughs> you ruin it when you do that, Dan. So imagine this. So imagine you've had a hard night of, of just turning it on and, and getting ripped up. Let's say you won $45,000 and it's some kind of Kino thing, and you're buying shots of beers of, of everyone at the bar, unfortunately like uh, Mr. Robert Jarvis that passed away. Yeah. And you go stumbling out in the woods and you just say, you know what? I'm just going to pass out here in the woods and just take a little nap. You know, I, I did the right thing. I didn't get behind the wheel of a car. I didn't want to go anywhere. I just wanted to, to do all this stuff. My brother-in-law did that. Did he really? They found him underneath a piece of plywood. He was dead underneath a piece of plywood. He was dead? Yep. Oh, way to bring the story down, Dan. Yes. <laughs> what did he die of? Um, Wood intoxication? No. Uh, 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 hypothermia. He was an alcoholic. He was drunk. But he fell asleep... At- Outside, underneath a piece of plywood. Yeah, they found him underneath. He, well, he, he, um, he was a drunk and he lost everything and just lived out in the woods under a piece of plywood. Well, this man yeah. right here, a Turkish man, was reported missing after not returning home following a night out just drinking and having a good time. He was joined. Well, hold on. Let me, now I want to give this away. So they sent out a big search party. In this search party. This gentleman joined the search party, combing the woods for several, several hours. Then when the potential rescuer shouted his name, he realized that they were actually looking for him. So so he saw a group of people there and just decided to help them. Take know. it away. Yeah. A drunken construction worker who had been reported missing spent hours with a search party looking for himself on Tuesday, according to reports. Relatives of Behan Mutlu, 50, reportedly became concerned when he didn't return home after a night drinking with his friends in Inganol in Turkey's Bursa province. His wife was able, unable to reach him on the cell phone, and officials were advised that his friends lost him after he wandered into a forest. So they had a search party, and uh, he just saw the church party and joined in. Yeah, he's like going, they're going, going hey, 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 hey. And he wakes up and he goes, what are you guys doing? Oh, we're looking for a guy. Come on, come on, help us follow. I'll help you follow him. Find him. Hey, 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 John Pauly. John- hey, I'm John Pauly. Hey, I'm right here. Hey. 
Bayhan. Everybody, Bayhan Maitlu, where are you? And then the guy realized. Right, and he's so. like, well, I'm Bayho Maitlu. And I'm the guy. Now, you know you have to pay for those those uh, those rescue or the search parties. Uh, no, they, I don't know in Turkey. If yeah, they, Turkey, they, they probably right, don't care. No, no they don't. <laughs> they bro- he probably owes them money yeah. somewhere. Now, what if you were to walk into somewhere, not being, let's say you're a famous person, and you walk into somewhere, and you weren't even recognized for, I mean, let's say everyone knows your name, but they don't know your face. For example, let's say if I know Jeff Bezos, I know yeah. that name, Jeff Bezos. Yeah. I haven't seen enough pictures of him in the social media and stuff to know if he was to walk up to me and ask for a dollar. Oh, I would probably say it with a bald head and a weaselly face. But yeah. how many yeah. how many people do you know that have yeah. a bald head and a weaselly face? Easy, yeah. Dan. Yeah. Easy, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> so... The Rolling Stone. Now, unfortunately, Charlie Watts passed away. He's the drummer of the Rolling Stones. The Rolling Stones were playing in Charlotte the other night. Now, for those of you who don't know, we broadcast just outside of Charlotte in a beautiful little town we like to call Marshville. We sit on about 22-some-odd acres. We have horses, chickens, cats, cattle, all the stuff in between. So the story behind this photo, Mick Jagger is going unnoticed last night at a small bar in Charlotte. It's awesome. So here you go. Take this away right here, Dan. Yeah, the Rolling Stones, I really think the greatest rock and roll band. I love them, you know, and they're back on tour now playing huge football stadiums. Uh, you know, tonight they were in Charlotte at the Bank of America Stadium with a Panthers play, you know. That's a, I mean, yeah. that sits about 75,000 people yeah. in that place. Yeah, so last night was a night off of the band and Mick Jagger, one of the greatest, most recognizable singers in rock and roll history, decided to check out the town and pop into a small bar for a drink. Check out the photo we shared on Twitter. It's so wild to see a legend just standing there having a drink with others sitting around him with no clue that Mick fucking Jagger was sitting right there. <laughs> so here's the picture. Yeah, yeah. Here he is. Yeah. And he's just standing. He's got a ball cap on. He's got like a little blazer yeah. and maybe a pair yeah. of Dan's old yeah. jeans type stuff. And everyone else in the bar is just kind of hanging out. And it, it's an outside thing or an outside bar patio yeah. area. And there's like, what, one, two, three, four, five, six people out there. Yeah. Now, if I was to see Mick Jagger, I mean, literally, if, think, I, if I was yeah. to see Mick Jagger up close, I would go, you are a disgusting, ugly, old-looking man. But if you put him up on stage with all the makeup and his, you know, his dance moves and stuff, yeah. you're like going, that's fucking yeah. Mick Jagger. Yeah. But you see him up close, you're like going, this guy looks like, ho- he looks homeless. Yeah. He looks like a homeless homeless bum so i mean are you surprised that he was not recognized now if he was to if he was to talk to someone yeah and hear his accent and hear his accent and be like uh mike i'm trying yeah i'm jimmy come yeah i'm peeking on little shots and stuff yeah or something like that That, that's not verbatim no but it's good um and um i read an interesting story about charlie watts the drummer Uh uh-huh mick jagger was in a hotel room and he was drunk and he called up and he called up charlie watts in his room and says, where's my fucking drummer? And Charlie Watts came to his house, came to his hotel room, opened up the door, and punched Mick Jagger right in the face. And he goes, I am not your drummer. You are my fucking singer. Yeah, I mean, that's the way Charlie Watts was. Co-owner of the Thirsty Beaver, Brian Wilson. Oh, there's a legendary name in itself. Who knows if he's the guy from, you know... Beach Boys. I'm yeah. kidding. He's dead. Uh, tells me Mick Jagger went unnoticed last night. Turns out uh, people 
to the right of him in this photo had floor tickets to the actual show that night. Uh, and they didn't even realize that was him standing next to them. So there you go. I mean, yeah, it, it is crazy where you see people that, uh, famous people and not be noticed. When we come back, we got a couple more, uh, articles to get through and then we'll let you guys get back to what you got to do. Stick around. You're listening to Deacon Live right here on Proper Radio. I'll be right back. My name is Deacon. Stick around. We have more coming up. Profit Radio. Profit Radio. I was just curious what uh, capable that maybe you would think that uh, some type of technical technicality on wrestling was not correct. You know I don't have confidence. 407-448-888-8800. You could Radio. I can't read your language. I can only speak it. You're live on the air. Go ahead. Hey, what's up, man? Hey, who's this? This is Patrick. Hey, Patrick. How are you? We worked together about five years ago before I got fired. In a male strip club. <laughs> okay, here we go. I knew it was only a matter of time. You know, it's hard to get fired from a male strip club. Well, I stopped using the standard uh, castles. So <laughs> I, th- I thought you refused the implants. <laughs> Welcome back to Deacon Live. Over to my far right-hand side is IT Dan. Yes, hey, hope everyone's enjoying the show. Well, <laughs> and don't forget that IT Dan also does their own podcast called Is This Going Somewhere? And it's conversations, a uh, little darker conversations about what's going on with COVID, what's going on in the world, and make sure you follow him as well. And the way you do that is to look for him on iHeartRadio. That is Is This Going Somewhere podcast as well. Now, Dan, um, it's that time of year again. We're getting into October. We're getting into all the, the decorations and everything. Uh, I am a big decorator of house. I love doing haunted houses and stuff. I love decorating the property. Do you do anything special for Halloween? I don't do anything, but I, I go through our neighborhood and everything I see is store-bought. I haven't seen anyone originally make something. Now, this company right here, you're probably familiar with them. It's a company called Amazon. Amazon. They are From getting, the jungle? <laughs> they are getting a lot of feedback because of you seen those inflatable things that you see in front of your house? Yeah. You know, you, you say everything's store-bought. You yeah. get like a big pumpkin. Yeah. Uh, for whatever reason, I don't know where these big dragons came from that, that now are associated. Have you seen the big like... Yeah, they pump the air into them. Yeah, yeah. and, and they're, but they're big dragons that they're now associating with Halloween, which I don't know. I don't find the connection there. Usually it's skulls, skeletons, witches, bats, spiders. What else? Mummies, Dracula. Yeah, cre- creepy things. I've yeah. never seen a Halloween movie that involves dragons. Dragons, no. you know, like the big. Now I can understand. 
again, like um, Game of Thrones or something like that. But right now, people are not happy <laughs> with this Amazon oh, purchase <laughs> that's coming out right now. Some Halloween yeah. decorations are spooky, some are cute, and some are what they called considered vulgar. Scroll it up a little bit. All right, here you go. So there, there it is yeah, right there. Yeah, it almost looks like she's wearing a thong or something. That's how some of the people describe this gosh skeleton couple inflatable. The Halloween piece that is causing quite a store, particularly in the lease of one real, sorry, real, realers, I can't say that word, retailers. Retailers. All right, comments section. Now, you ask yourself why, why are they, they care about this right here. Yeah, I mean, the inflatable features what looks to be like a lady skeleton straddling a fellow skeleton. And to be honest, just looking at, it's pretty obvious what's going on. Well, some people enjoy a little humor on Halloween. Others will find this to be terribly, terribly wrong. So here's the yeah. actual quote right here. Yeah, this is sturdy and easy to blow up. I see people all day stopping to photograph them once set on Amazon. This pr- project is suggestive and vulgar. It's associated with a holiday that centers around children is be is offensive beyond measure and stuff. So they say this holiday with Halloween is centered around children. Really? Honestly? Honestly, Shelly? This is two skeletons, Dan, yeah. if you wanna if you wanna see this video yeah. and see this picture, go over to properradio.com, click on Deacon Live. Describe what you see here. Uh, yeah, you, you can see on one the male skeleton looks like he's sitting on his butt and his hands are holding up his body, so he's in a reclining position, mm-hmm. looking at and the ground, and then there's a girl sitting right on his lap and her arms are up in the air, opposite direction. Him. She's straddling him and it looks like they're getting it on in the lawn. And so, this is nothing yeah. different than anything Thing that I don't want to say on Disney movies or anything yeah. like that, but we've seen this position before in yeah. Disney cartoons where the, the fair maiden takes a hold of her prince or prince-to-be or anything like that. This is just two skeletons getting it on <laughs> for the most part. So if you are offended by this, then you know go piss up a rope. If you're not offended by this, it's Halloween. Uh, it, this yeah. inflatable is too risque for you to be quiet or oriented. Anyways, you can you can go buy one. They're about $76.49. We'll post this over on the D live section right there and you know i was looking at it, i was like going you know what i actually only saw this part and then i scrolled down i was like going you know what that that's a little weird i don't want to see two skeletons blown up making out because it's supposed to be scary and that that's that's showing passion yeah. and compassion at the same time yeah it's a little odd I, and i could see somebody doing making some money so yeah. now trying to make some money Dan, you understand there's a, a, a fast food workforce shortage. Yeah, everywhere I go, open from 11 to 8 only, outdoor, drive-through only. Uh, it's really changing everything. Now, I know that um, some restaurants around here, even like the local Wendy's, you think a Wendy's a big realtor or a big distribution, a big store, box store, brick-and-mortar store, selling hamburgers and stuff, they actually don't open up for breakfast anymore at, at our local yeah, right here in Marshville because they can't find anyone to come in that early and vice versa. They might come in that early, but they don't have anyone to cover the, the, the dinner shift. So they'll shut everything down at like 4 or 5 o'clock and no one can get anything. Now, can you – you imagine being a franchisee where you've you know you've gone and invested mo- a hundred two hundred thousand dollars and to, most a hundred and two thousand. What are you talking about? Yeah. You can buy them for a hundred and two thousand dollars, but you have to have at least one point five percent or one point five million in assets and five hundred thousand dollars in somewhat liquid assets at the same time. We were talking about being millionaires yeah. and stuff. How many won would that be? A lot. That's a lot of won. <laughs> or they say in my yeah. country, rotsawan. Yeah. <laughs> 
Now, this fast food chain, I don't know, I've never heard of them before. They're called Raising Cane. Yeah, I haven't. I've not heard. I've never seen a franchise or heard of it before. All right. So this is a franchise, and because of the the rising rate of unemployment as far as people actually working in the restaurants, they've actually gone down and said, the corporate staff, you were going to go down to store, you know, 232, and you're going to go work the fry cook. <laughs> you're going to be a fry cook. You're going to be the cashier. So they have this corporate office somewhere. I'm going to get into the article here in just one sec so they go to the accountants hey what do you got planned for the day they go to the the people that type in stuff the data entry people what are you doing today well guess what you're going down to store 153 and you're going to go work the fry boy you're going to go down to store 629 and you're going to go be cashier and stuff so right here yeah yeah a fast food chain is asking corporate staff to fry chicken and serve customers in its restaurants amid an industry-wide labor shortage raising canes chicken fingers which has more than 500 restaurants and is known for its chicken finger meals will send half of its corporate staff into branches across the U.S. So, I mean, they were saying that, you know, the company wants to hire 10,000 workers over the next 50 days, but until then, they're sending their corporate offices. Hey, I don't need you to crunch the numbers. We don't need, we don't have any numbers if we don't have any sales. No. You 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 see what I'm saying? Customer comes first. You know, bring the, bring the money in through the front door and then let's worry about the money on the back door as it's sitting on the back porch when you guys return back to your office. So they're sending corporate office people down to these locations to actually work the fry daddies. They're actually sending them there to work the to clean the kitchens and do all that stuff. Now I don't know how far these people are gonna you know get involved, but they're there to help out. Yeah, there are. I don't. I'm looking at them and I can't see any of Raisin Cane's anywhere, North Carolina, anywhere. All right. So Insider said that 200 people from his Dallas office were shipped out to all of its restaurants as well as 250 members of its field team were included in the marketing and training staff. Senior Vice President was a, a, among those sent out to the location. So Raising Cane is now taking their corporate office. Now, do you think that's a good idea or a bad idea? You know, are you are you below? Now, Dan, think about it. You, if you're a corporate office person and you're yeah. working in, hey, you know, you know, Mr. Johnson, we can't, you know, sell the meat this fast. You know, the prices of meat. Hey, guess what, Corey? Go down and... I want you to work in these restaurants because if these restaurants fail, we fail. Yeah. Personally, me, nothing's, nothing is beneath me. I'm no better than anybody else, and I don't think I'm any worse than anybody else. I've done jobs. I've worked Kentucky Fried Chicken. I've cleaned sewers for Roto-Rooter. I've, you know, I've worked at So you have standards. Yeah. No, I'll, I'm not going to say I'll do anything for money, but for money I'll do anything. But I... I think it's a good – get them out there. Um, I was looking. It seems Texas and California, Iowa, they're pretty much West Coast. How many stores did I say? 500 they stores? 500 restaurants. Find the, the website and see what when they were founded and stuff. And while you do that, we're going to get into Dan's favorite pizza restaurant. Our story. Here we go. Oh, here we go. Okay. It's been um, – our founder, Todd Graves, took a few pictures along the way. Well, I want to hear – like when did yeah. they – Wikipedia. Yeah. Do wiki whatever. I'm talking to the microphone too, please. You're talking out your ear. Yeah, Raising Cane's Chicken Fingers is a fast food restaurant specializing in chicken fingers founded in Baton Rouge, Louisiana in 1996. So it's somewhat of a recent place. Yeah. I mean, it's not like, you know, established like 1962 or something like that. So 96. So they still have a lot of chips on the table. They probably have a lot of loans to pay for. You know what I mean? Yeah, and they have a limited menu, the box combo, the three-finger combo, the caniac combo, the... Kids combo and the sandwich combo. How many employees do they have total? Does it say? 
How many locations do they have? Okay. I said 500. What does it say there? Updated. No, it's not shown in Wikipedia. It, showed, it said 500 in the other article. Okay. Though, so. so 500 people times or 500 locations times how many people? 30 yeah. people per branch. I mean, yeah. that's 1,500 people there. Plus the home office probably has another 2,000. So you're talking about like 10 to 12,000 people. Yeah. And it's yeah, over 500 people. So. And I've never heard of them. Well, there you go. Now, one brand that Dan knows he's heard of, which he he refuses to eat at. No, no, I just no, I don't. I don't like Burger King's word. I don't like Domino's. I just don't eat because it doesn't taste good. That's Domino's what. Pizza has recently changed its chain menu several several times. I told you about this. They are now offering an ooey gooey cheese. Let's be real. Who doesn't like ooey gooey cheese on their pizza, Dan? Yeah. This restaurant is quietly quietly yeah. introducing this new trio of Dunkin' sharing and cheese pulling oven baked dips that they're coming out with right now. Wondering what to do with your dipping sauce. Well, guess what? Domino's is taking over that right now. They've got two cheesy options and a third dessert-friendly flavor. The savory selections include a five-cheese dip, which is made with cheddar, Asiago, Parmesan, American, and pizza cheeses. I love Asiago, by yeah, the way. I'm going to go on record say yeah. I buy Asiago all the time. My, my wife loves that, and she um, she puts that on her salads. She really enjoys that. Right. So. And, you know, it's got a cheesy marinara dip that combines marinara sauce with creamy cheeses. The sweet version is a baked apple dip that's loaded with cinnamon. So I guess they're quietly releasing the dips because it doesn't want to make an official announcement. They're Just in case the, they suck. That's what the they're menu. saying. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes word of mouth is just people going to eat them and tell their friends. So anyways, Dom- easy on the microphone. Still yep. paying for those too as well. So I guess yep. Domino's is trying to make a slow comeback and they're releasing stuff that not like national uh, to let everyone know. But let's say you, all right, I'll get a Domino's pizza. And they go, would you like extra special spicy dipping sauce? And you're like going, well, yeah, why wouldn't I? And and then one person has it, and one turns to two, and two turns to four, and four turns to twelve, and and someone's on TikTok telling about it. Exactly, thing, same you know, thing. Where'd you hear about it? Oh, I heard about it on Deacon Live. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. All right, well, we'll come back, Dan. You ready to test drive a TV? Well, how do you do yeah. that? And I'll tell you all the details on that. You like your TV, Dan? Yeah, I love it. Well, Great. I'm gonna get you a, a better TV here in just one sec. Stick around. You're listening to Deacon Live right here on Proper Radio. I'll be right back. I heard you on the wireless back in '52. Lying awake and tan and tuning in on you If I was young and didn't stop you coming through They took the credit for your second symphony Rewritten my machine and new technology And now I understand the problems you can see First and foremost, this is my Facebook page What I choose to post does not require anyone's comments or opinions. If you do not like what is on my page, or what I choose to share, scroll on. I am not asking for your religious or political views. Thank you. I was raised a Christian. And I am proud to be an American. If this causes longtime high school friends to remove me from their friends list, then we were not friends to begin with. I'd never tell a true friend to see things my way or else. Everyone has their own opinions and everyone makes their own choices. Peace out. And now it's time for Lessons Learned with Jason. Jesus Christ, Jay. Howell. We interrupt this program to bring you a news bulletin. I'm a grown ass man. Jason Howell. Jason Howell. Jason Howell. Now about a used car. Used car. Used car like from uh, like, uh, 
Jethro's used car lot. What are you buying from? We're, uh, we're going to go CarMax legit because my credit is the shit. I'm going to put it that way. So you bought a car from oh, yeah. CarMax? Any car you want a lot, Mr. Howell, it's yours. Because I ran my credit first. Right. Anything you want a lot. Anything. Anything. Right. Take, take your pick. And, what, right. and, what, and hold on. What did Mr. Howell pick out? <laughs> well, let me walk to the back of the car to refresh <laughs> my memory. Call 407-448-8800. Amy's breaking into the beer. You're listening to Deacon Live. Deacon Live. Deacon Live. Welcome back to Deacon Live. You want something for free? Of course you do. Dan, you want something for free? Uh, yeah. I always like that. Well, what you do is you go over to properradio.com, P-R-O-P-H-E-T radio, click on the free swag section, fill out the little form there. Believe me, I got I got enough shit to do. Um, I just actually, Dan wasn't around, but I had to send out the last, I think the last from 100 or so from last yes. month. Yeah, it's not easy, is it? <laughs> it's not. No. I and th- they're heavy, I, yeah. you know. I thought that's great. Make you get on the post office. I went down to the post office today and uh, sent them all out. Uh, So there's about a hundred of them out there. The last remaining ones that were stuck. I was waiting for uh, confirmation on some some people's uh, actual physical address, and I got all those done. And the way you get your big free swag is go to properradio.com and and fill out that, and we'll send it out to you. I'm not going to do anything with your. I got enough shit to do. Believe me. Now, Dan, have you ever decided to run for a political office? Um, No, I don't think I would. Do me a favor. I don't know what screen you got going on on your monitor there, yeah. but you are red as a tomato over oh, there. Can okay. you fix that for me? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you need some underlight on your face I, so you don't I, look like I, Red Skull. I was looking at. Um, what were you looking look, at? Looking at Keynes, seeing them. Oh, okay. Five, uh, one point five billion dollars in sales. In sales. One By one. all means, if yeah. I'm paying, if I'm making one point five billion or whatever, your yeah. ass is going down there to work. Now, someone that's going down there to work is Snap. You remember Snapchat? Have yeah. You, have, are you familiar with Snapchat? I've just heard of it. I never used it. So Snapchat is a platform where you can do like these thirty second videos and yada yada yada, and everyone gets on it. And it's and in, I think there was one of the Kardashians. They, Snapchat did an upgrade, and one of the Kardashians said, "Ew, this." suck and they're literally you could you could drive a car cliff off the way that stock dropped <laughs> it dropped so fast because of the kardashians but right now snapchat has taken a different venue or uh, taken a different path in life young people in the united states made history in, t- in the 2020 elections by voting at record high rate now the technology company behind the most popular social media app beg to differ on that is hoping to help some of those voters become political candidates in their very own right yeah snap the company behind behind the Snapchat app is launching an initiative intended to help connect users with information, tools, and connections if they want to launch their own campaigns. Sophia Gross, who's the head of policy partnerships and social impact for Snap, said the idea came from the company's observation after making a major push around voter registration and education in 2020. You know, part of that work included asking users to identify issues they cared about 
as they started filling out their ballot. One thing that SNAP found, according to Gross, is that there weren't that many candidates on issues that the Snapchat generation cares a lot. And that's true. They don't care about the younger generation. They don't. No. And, I mean, these these kids, you know what they're interested in? How can I get a home? How can I get a – and I don't. It's, it's out of reach for so many of them. I don't yeah. think – I don't even think it's it, – can I get a home? Because a lot of people, a lot of this generation, uh, kids right now that are even under the age of 20 years old, I guarantee you 46% of them don't even have a driver's license because of the way our society is. They have Ubers. If I want to go somewhere, why would I get a driver's license? I just tap Uber, pay $12, and I get down the get down the road. Now, Snapchat reaches about 90% of those people between the ages of 13, which is, of course, you can't yeah. vote here in the United States, all the way up to 24. 90% of those people... 90% of the users between the, the ages of 13 and 24 are those users. So what they're trying to do is they're trying to, I guess, get these kids that are want to be politically involved or, or do something like that in their own locations or their own demographics. Yeah, and I think that's good as long as it's bipartisan and you, you're you getting candidates from both parties. That's But that's does good. it have to be bipartisan? Why can't it be just, I'm Joe Transylvania or, or Joe, I want to just run for... No, no, you know, I'm not... I'm just saying it's good if Snapchat is doing it, but you don't want to see them just try to get one party involved. You want to see them get everybody involved. I don't... I, yeah, yeah, that's I, my I, under, I understand yeah. what you're saying, but I, yeah. I think the kids might have a choice yeah. Be, right now because the Snapchat, let's say Snapchat is, for the most part, geared towards a Democratic Party just because yeah. of the way they do it. Or is it geared towards a more Republican Party? The way they who, Who's more likely to download Snapchat, a Democrat or a Republican? I, do, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just saying for myself, I hope it's even-handed, that's all. Well, yeah. that, you can't be that way if... if your platform already stands on a certain side of the table. So, you know, if I'm a Republican, I'm not going to download Snapchat because they believe in uh, pro-life or, or something, something yeah. stupid like that. I'm not getting political, no, but I, you see I what I'm saying? Tell you that. <laughs> I just want a level playing field. That's all I'm asking. Thanks, Sam. All right. Now, level playing field. We heard about, what is it, Jeff Bezos and what's the other guy's name? Richard Branson. They were all yeah, flying they're, they're into space. For, and they never even reach space. They get close to it, but they don't reach space. I mean, yeah. it, it's it's kind of the equivalent of us sending up a like a, a balloon and saying we, we broke the stratosphere or something with a camera on it or something like that. Now, are you familiar with the gentleman by the name of Captain T. Kurt? Yes, William Shatner. Do you know what the T stands for? Thomas. No. Thomas. No. And Captain T. Kirk, look it up. Here we go. Another half-hour show here. It's Trebias. I've never watched the show. <laughs> you are not a fan. No. I, it's funny. I liked Star Wars, but I didn't like Star Trek. Well, guess what? William Shatner or will fly to space aboard Blue Horizon or the Blue Origin rocket. What's his name? Blue, you... Blue Origin is, is um, I can't remember which one. Well, yeah. look up the what's his last middle name? It's, it's Jeff Bay. Oh, I'm looking up that. Dan, you got a lot yeah, of stuff. Tiberius Kirk. Told yes. you. Called it. Points yeah. for me. Yeah, Tiberius. If you translate to English, is Thomas. No, it's not. Uh, it's because he had a Vulcan mother. That's why. Pay attention, Dan. Cape Canaveral, Florida. 
Captain Kirk is rocketing into space next week, boldly going where no other sci-fi star has gone before. Jeff Bezos' space travel company, Blue Origin, announced Monday that Star Trek actor William Shatner will blast off from West Texas on October 12th. What's today? Oh, he's got six days to shit his pants. Yeah. This is true. I'm going to be the rocket man. 90-year-old tweeted... William Shatner, he tweeted out. He also added, it's never too late to experience new things. Right here. Yeah, Bezos, the founder of Amazon, as we all know, is he's a huge fan of the sci-fi series and even had a cameo as a high-ranking alien in the 2016 film Star Trek Beyond. His rocket company invited Shatner to fly as a guest. Shatner will become the oldest person to go into space. He'll join three others, two of them paying customers aboard a Blue Origin capsule. He'll wind up being the second actor to reach space this month. Russia is launching an actress and a film director to the International Space Station on Tuesday for almost two weeks of movie making. Yeah, they're going to yeah. do a whole movie on the International Space Station. They're yeah. going to, and it's all going to be in Russian. We're not going to understand it. But yeah. listen to this. Shatner's flight, by comparison, will just last only 10 minutes and reaching no higher than 66 miles above our crust here. Now, 10 minutes in space, yeah. William Shatner, 90 years old, pussy for one. I mean, yeah. he is a big doughboy. He is not going to make it. He is going to die. He is, I, I'm putting it on record right now, the G-forces, all that stuff. He is going to fly into space, shit his pants, die, and then that's going to be the end of him. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm sure they, they've given a physical and all different things, but I don't know. Yeah, that's... Well, the G-Force, you think, is going to kill I, th- I think the things? G-Force, I think just the the whole going into space and being at 90 years old, there's things that I, I wouldn't do when I was 40 years old. I would never drive in a race car. I would never drive, you know, do all this other stuff that would put my body in peril. <laughs> so what are you looking for over there? You're over there TikToking away yeah, over there. No, no, I'm just trying to see what Tiberius' definition of meeting. Oh, God. Really? You're yeah. only focusing on that? Because I'm right. You done typing yeah, over yeah, that? I'm waiting yeah, for you. Yeah, it's all about you, Dan. No, it's all about this. No, I'm just saying it's all yeah, about you. What's this Tiberius's name? No, I, I shut it off. You sure? Yeah. So William Shatner's not going to make it. You're going on record. Yeah, I'm going yeah. on record. He is not going to make it. He might, when I say not going to make it, for the most part, I don't think he's going to pass all the physical tests and stuff. Yeah. And then at the end of it, you know, hey, William Shatner, you know, your blood vessels aren't right. Something's not right with you. If you go up in this, this might happen to you. And he'll be like, hey, well, I'm going to sign this paper and annulled all my rights to my body and everything and let me go. Well, um, you that's my heart. Look at how well the old guy did in uh, in the movie, this TV series you're watching. You can't, you know, that's totally different. He's not being shot in the space. Okay. I think William Shatner will not pass the physical or anything, but he will step up and say, oh, Friends, family, Roman men. I was going to go in space, but I can't go in. Again, William Shatner. Now, Dan, you were thinking about getting one of those purple mattresses. And all these mattresses that you buy online, you're like going, there's no brick and mortar store. You can't really go in there and and physically try them out and bounce on them and and do the sleep test. Yes, you can. Mattress firm. Sorry. So, Dan, (laughs) when you go online and buy all these or online mattress things like Casper and Puffy and Purple and all that stuff, can you find all those in a brick-and-mortar store? No, but what I... Right. So, (laughs) you're missing the point here. Uh, All these online sales and stuff. So, what they try to do is they try to give you a hundred dollar, hundred day test run on those mattresses, right? Yep. 
That's the newest thing. Well, it's been going on for a while. You're just finally catching up to us. So when you put these mattresses in your house, you're like, hey, look, I got 100 days to figure out if I like this mattress or I don't like this mattress. So you get the mattress in your house. You put it down the bed. We've got the purple mattress. We love the purple mattress. You put it in the house, and then you lay on it, and you sleep on it, and you do whatever you need to do to make sure that it fits your lifestyle or, or whatever you got going on, your sleep patterns. And they're gambling, you're going to like it enough that you're going to keep it. It's one or the other. You're going to say, well, this is better than what we had. Because think about it. If you're going out to buy another mattress right now, your mattress is already shitty. So if you anything, 10 is better than 9, you know, as far as mattress. So we got a new mattress. We got that going on. Now, have you thought about that with TVs? Like if you ever bought a TV, you're like going here at the studio or here on the French, we have a 136, I forgot how many measurements it is. It's a 136-inch screen TV for our big movie room there big lcd ultra definition high density whatever hangs on the wall took four people to put this thing up on the wall easy on the microphone damn and uh, you put it up there and you turn it on you're like going you don't know what it's going to look like because you can't see these things in the store right yeah so So you're taking a gamble well you're taking a gamble and also like when you go to walmart you're like going you see all these off brands and this is you know all the tvs on the screen and stuff now high sense is coming out with try it at home you buy our tv bring it home hang it up, we'll give you a 100-day trial period that you can return it for a full refund. Now, if you don't love it, that's what they say. So here we go. So high-end TV electronics maker Hisense is borrowing from the mattress industry as a part of a new promotion allowing customers to test out our, our brand new up to 100 days with zero commitment. Yeah, and most online mattresses, they curry off on those deals to let you try out new bed. We talked about this and free returns if necessary. And now Hisense is launching a no-regrets offer that marks the brand's first buy-and-try offering. And um, as part of the deal... Customers have 100 days to buy a U800GR, UG8, UG7, a U6, ULED TV from an approved licensed retailer like Amazon. And it's also much type L9G Trichroma Laser TV is also part of the promotion. Ooh, sounds fancy. Yeah, if they don't love their new TV during 100, they can return it for a full refund. So, yeah. I mean, I mean, how do you return a, let's say a, a 86 or 103 inch TV yeah. back to someone? Yeah. And they also say, and you get right here, it says the refund will be processed as a Visa gift card or a PayPal transfer so you don't you get your money back, but you know you're going to buy something else anyway. So Joe uh, McHale, I don't know. Are you familiar with Joe McHale? He was uh, he was on the the soup for a while. He's been on like I think Community. Oh, the guy with the brown hair. Yeah. <laughs> Can you be a little bit more vague? So he says it's a no brainer to get everyone on board the No Regrets promotion. If I can test drive a car and sleep on a mattress for one month, <laughs> secretly wear, wear underwear for a couple weeks in the store, why shouldn't people want to put their favorite movies and shows starring yours truly, Joe McHale, on a high sense ULED TV for a hundred days? So that's what they're saying. So. So if you want to try this TV out, and do me a favor, look up the price of a... Well, they said one was $999. Um, look up a... What do you have? An 86, Dan? Yeah. Look up Hidesense Quantum ULED 4K. Let's see how much they're going for. Okay. 50 inches, 499 65 inches, 1149 bucks. 75 inches, uh, $1,349. So, I mean, they're less than LG and... Less than LG and Samsung, but... What's the biggest one they got? Give me the biggest one they got, Dan. I got a big bathroom. Yes, we I spent a lot of time in there. I want to watch movies. It looks like 75 inches. That's it? Yeah. 75 inches is the biggest they got? 
Yeah, and they're from Britain, the UK. So how much is the 75? I'm looking. Oh, they make refrigeration, laundry, a whole bunch of other Don't things. care about that. I want to talk about the I TV. Know. Oh, 55, 65. 75 inch, I think, is the biggest I see. And how much is that? Oh, it's thinking. Well, it didn't show it right. <laughs> 329 pounds. I didn't ask for the weight. I asked for the... <laughs> I know. That's what they're giving you, the Britain stuff. So. Oh, 300... The biggest one they got. I know. I'm scrolling down. Go 55. big. 75 inch, 1349 bucks. Okay, so for $1,400, you could have a, this measly small little 75 inch in your uh, bathroom or uh, in the kitchen. I would put that in the kitchen so I can watch uh, Hoda walk around with her kid. And so I have 100 days to, to reject it or whatever? Yeah, 100 days. Well, and return it as a gift card or, or a PayPal. But how would I get it back to the UK or whatever? I, you can't stick yeah. it in one of your GNC Amazon lockboxes. I mean, how would you send that back? It would have to, and how would you package? Up, package it up. I guess yeah. there's a lot of lot more uh, red tape to go through on that one. Now, Dan, I know I've exhausted you yeah. <laughs> as far as looking up technical now, stuff. It calls me on a Thursday, which is my wife's day, and we're talking about this drone. I have been wanting to get this whole drone. You've seen it on your TMZ. You've seen it on your Facebook feed. You've seen it on everywhere. It's, it's everywhere. It's popping up all the time. No matter where you on your news broadcast, if you're if following your local news events, there is this stupid drone that's been coming out that says normally $272, now discounted at $69.95. Yeah, that's 74% off. Way to do the math, Dan. So here's the thing. It says, takes the most amazing aerial footage, images using GPS drone capability capturing 4K resolution content. This remote-controlled quadcopter, I guess it's not a drone, I guess that's what they call it, drone, I guess, is fitted with three-axis gimbal for stable shots with a remote distance of 100 or 1,200 meters, you can capture wide aerial shots with it, complete with a HD camera and a 2.4 gig motor. Uh, the video following feature, which is awesome, uh, it can keep track of your movement wherever you want to shoot. So right here, read all these things. Yeah, it's got a mechanical three-axis gimbal for stable and accurate footage capturing. It's got video following. You can. Uh, it's got amazing follow feature. You walk around and it will just stay right above you and follow you. And I you. would love that. Yeah. It's easy to understand controls and GPS capability and one key takeoff and landing for easier handling when speed is required. I have looked. And an oh. HD camera. I mean, it sounds like it has everything. It, it sounds like it's the pinnacle of drones. Some drones are like three, four hundred bucks and they're big and huge and bulky. This is about what they call uh, 249 grams so you don't have to register it because it falls underneath that airline thing where you don't have to do it. It's got all this stuff. What's the caveat? I don't know. It says, you know, all this stuff, let's get it. And I'm like yep. going, babe, let's get it. It includes all this stuff, the remote control, the cable, the or the battery pack, spare blades, protective circles, screwdrivers, so you can take the blades off, carrying pack, a user manual, which helps you. Ships in the United States, you can have it here between October 13th and November 1. The thing at the bottom, which scares me, says... All sales final. Yeah, that, that, and I mean. And this is on, this is on TMZ shop. This is on TMZ, and TMZ's not, they kind of do their due diligence.
diligence yeah. as far as getting stuff on their shop website. And in Amazon, it probably goes for about 130 bucks for the same thing. But I've looked, Amazon, you can return it. But there's yeah. no model number on this stupid thing. And I've yeah. seen it on my local, because I follow all the Florida news, my Orlando news, and I've seen it on their website. I follow the news here in North Carolina, all my outsources as far as where I get all my news feeds and stuff from Australia, from the UK. It's all on their news feeds. And I'm like going, why? And I've, yeah. I'm, I'm seeing like, I'm reading like the comments. Piece of garbage, piece of shit, piece of garbage, piece of shit. I love it. Piece of garbage, piece of yeah. shit, piece of garbage, piece yeah. of shit. Best thing ever. Yeah. Piece of garbage, piece of shit, piece of garbage, yeah. piece of shit. Best piece of shit I've ever had. Yeah. yeah. It's... And I, I, but I it has completely yeah. flooded my whole entire news feed and my social media feed with a stupid fucking drone. And my wife's like, "Go get it, buy it, buy it, buy it." And you said yourself, "Is it going to break the bank? Am I going to? Am I, yeah. I going to yeah. wish on my deathbed that?" Yeah. And then afterwards, I saw all fails final, and that that bothers me. That how much do you you know? How much that, do I want to throw away? Yeah, is what you're I, saying? Yeah. The, I mean, Hisense will give you give you a thirteen hundred dollar TV and trust you to return it. Right in a hundred you know, days. Yeah, in a hundred days. <laughs> and this is no all sales final tells me you know you could you for get seventy it, bucks. And I'm missing three parts. And they go, well, buy another one. Yeah. <laughs> buy another yeah. one. Maybe we'll come piece them all together. I'm just saying, if you see this out there and if you've had a good result or you you've actually received this thing, let me know. And the way you do that is go over to profitradio.com, click on Deacon Live, email me. Put some photos up there. I want to see it. You can also tell us how you feel or if you've gotten in, let us know your experience by clicking on the Be Heard section over at Profit Radio. I want to hear it. I want to get reviews from this. I want live physical human reviews on this stupid drone camera. I only got till November 1st, so I've got all this month for you guys to get your reviews in because I'll buy it. I want to buy it because my wife rides horses and she always wants to see how she rides her horse, you know, what she's doing wrong or what she's doing right. And I think this, this drone that would follow her around while she's or riding the horse, I think it would be great. Yep, I, I may be nice to see some film around around the around the ranch. Yes. All right, stick around. We got one more segment to get into, and then we'll let you guys get back to what you got to do. Stick around. You're listening to Deacon Live right here on Proper Radio. I'll be right back. You're listening to. I'm not a loser. Deacon Live. Deacon Live. Deacon Live. Of course. Do you know what sucks about internet radio? <laughs> Absolutely fucking nothing, nothing. Profit Radio. I don't like nothing. internet radio. I do not like internet radio. Profit Radio. Profit Radio. Hi, I'm IT Dan, and I've written a book called Marriage Changes Everything. I've been married for almost 40 years, and I know very little about women, including my wife. Marriage, that's another thing. This is a compilation of some of the most intelligent and insightful anecdotes, jokes, and stories that I've come across in 47 years of marriage. You can find it at Amazon.com, or you can follow the link on ProfitRadio.com. It's my second day here. Welcome back to Deacon Live. Order my far right inside is IT Dan. Yes, it's it's good time. I just love the feedback again. Well, good. The way you can give us your feedback is go over to ProfitRadio.com. Click on social contacts. Make sure you link us to you and you to us as well. And uh, don't forget, if you want something for free, you want some free swag, fill out that little form there. We'll send it right out to you. Hopefully, I'll make Dan carry the next batch down the stairs. Yeah, yeah like I don't have a life. <laughs> now, Dan, let's, let's word it this way. You said you would do anything for money, but you would do nothing for money. What no, was the s- no. slogan that you said? 
I said that I won't do anything for money, but for money I'll do anything. Now, this gentleman right here, a friend of ours on the Facebook page, and this is where we get a lot of our light and fluffy stuff, uh, one of our Facebook fan pages posted this video of a gentleman in the Tampa Bay area checking out some investment properties, came across this little gem right here. So can you describe what we're seeing here on, on the screen? Hold on, let me switch screens here so we can all be friends. There you go. It, it looks like a black dude, probably about... You know, 30 years old. No, that's not 30. And, well, I, Black don't old. crack. Yeah, but he, he looks, he looks like he's dressed up like a Dallas Cowboys chili. He's got like blue suit on and he's, and he's got like a, a cheerleading, yeah, and, like a yeah. cheerleading outfit on. He's a black guy. You can tell he's yeah. a black guy. Yeah. And then here's another one. And he's got dollar bills stuck on his thing and he's standing in the, in the median around the, the little pole there and he's got a big cross there. I guess he's religious for some reason. Looks like he, yeah. uh, he eats well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But he's not a, f- a heavy fat guy or anything. No. no. So here's the actual video here of what's going on over in Tampa. Post this. So he walks up to the little pole. Now you know that the, the pole that says, you know, this lane. There's a median in the section that it's got the little arrow. Say, hey, yeah. don't forget it. You have yeah, to go, go that to the, way. Yeah, bear to the right. Yeah. Hello. Tampa. How are you getting all those dollar bills? What does he got to do? For dollar, dollar bill, y'all. Oh, Look at that girl oh. With the so oh. he's working oh, the pole. He's tripping at the Twerk it, girl. Twerk it. He might be making some money out there. Yeah, I haven't seen any, I haven't seen anybody Dan, stop and give me any money, but that's uh, Dan. You yeah. didn't say anything through the whole thing. Did you, uh, were you uh, in all? Were you? Just, I just I just can't imagine ever in my lifetime doing that. That's uh, even for money. Now you say you're a, a big fan of Wendy's. Well, no, I go and get their frosty. That's the only thing I get. I don't eat their burgers. So I've I've transitioned you from calling a a smoothie to a frosty, right? Yeah, just brain cramp. And then last week we talked about uh, Wendy's is actually pumping out a frosty flavored coffee. Yeah, the coffee. I haven't tried one yet. You haven't yet. tried it yet? Yeah. Don't forget, make sure you get your senior discount on it. So Wendy's is taking it one step further. I don't know if they've teamed up with Nabisco. I Hopefully they have not teamed up with Nabisco with all the trials and tribulations going on over there. But Frosty right now is turning their Frosty into a cereal. Now, my favorite cereal is peanut butter, uh, Captain Crunch, and also Fruity Pebbles. What's your favorite cereal, Dan? Yeah, uh, Crispy Oats, I guess. I'm sorry, Dan. At 16 years old, what yes. was your favorite cereal? Oh, Captain Crunch. All right, there you go. <laughs> right now, Wendy's much beloved Frosty isn't the only dessert anymore. It's for breakfast too. Let's feed those kids up with some sugar. Wow, the fast food chain is partnering with Kellogg's to make Wendy's Frosty Chocolatey Cereal, a limited edition item that transformed the milkshake chocolatey taste into cereal form. It's going to hit grocery stores in December for a re- uh, suggested price of three ninety nine, and includes a coupon for a free frosty from Wendy's. It contains. See, that's cho- a, that's a good thing because a, a free frosty from Wendy's is like a dollar something. Yeah, yeah, almost two dollars now, and it says, and it contains chocolate flavored marshmallow pizzas that intermingle with pizzas? crispy pieces. Oh, that intermingle with crispy uh, cocoa. Coated round cereal bites. Easy just, for you to say. Yeah, I, I, I'm throwing up in my mouth just thinking about it. So what it looks like is cocoa puffs. You know what yeah. cocoa puffs are, right? I'm cocoa for cocoa puffs, yeah. and they've taken the marshmallows and made it that frosty flavor and thrown them all in a bowl at the same time, and they're putting their label on it. Now you know that cereals have to meet certain requirements by the FDA 
day as far as like whole grain and, and certain nutrition values and so stuff. So they don't go into a diabetic coma? And so hopefully they are in that range. Are you familiar with Peeps? I've, I've never You know what eaten, Peeps I've are? Like, hey, those. my Peeps. It's, these it's are like my a, Peeps. They, they take sugar and they... And they melt, mold it into something. No, they and, take marshmallow and uh, coat it in sugar. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, see, I don't have a sweet tooth. Stuff like that just... Why do you think that you don't have a sweet tooth? Maybe because I was brought up. We never had candy or anything in our house or anything. Our diet when we were a kid was so plain. I mean, I didn't have pizza till I got my license. Well, I could go out and drive and find, go to a pizza place. Well, you're poor, Dad. Yeah, we're poor. <laughs> yeah, we never were. I was happy. I loved my childhood. It was great. Halloween peeps are back. Now, if you've been listening to this show for any length of time back in 2019, the peeps manufacturer, uh, the company by the name of Just Born, the candy company behind the marshmallow bunnies and chicks, paused the production on its non-Easter holiday peeps. So, um, and now they are now getting ready to start producing Halloween and Christmas peeps again. Right here. Yeah, but now peeps ghosts, the dark purple cats, the orange pumpkins, and the Frankenstein type monsters have returned. There's a new item on shelves this year as well. Decorated skulls that look like they're designed to appeal to those uh, celebrating the Day of the Dead. These treats come in new packaging, and it's marking the first time Peeps has updated its Halloween packaging since 2014. Now, I I used to like Peeps a lot, but I hate marshmallow. I hate that marshmallow fluff. I hate anything marshmallow. But for whatever reason, Peeps has, has nailed it with that sugar coating that's on top of it, and it's not necessarily the marshmallow that like you have over a campfire. It's not or too rich for you, then? No, it's yeah. not. I, 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 I like it. All right, one more story. Dan, you like Chick-fil-A? No. Good. That's a good start. There goes goes that sponsor right out the door. Way to go, Dan. All right, so are you familiar with the store Chick-fil-A? Yeah, we have one right down the street from us. friend of ours on the Facebook page sent us this video. His name is Reggie, given by the employees of a Chick-fil-A in Orlando Avenue on Fairbanks. He landed on my car and explained that he does this all the time. So what he does, this is Reggie, this is a little white crane uh, that's all over Florida and stuff. And what he does at this location on Fairbanks in Orlando, um, he rides on the car all the way through. Let me blow this up. So it just happens to land on, like she's been chosen. It looks like a like a 16-inch hood ornament. It is. So here he is. So apparently this is Reggie. He is the Chick-fil-A's resident drive through bird that apparently rides on people's cars till he just decides to fly off. So I'm riding slowly around the parking lot. He's just hanging off. Hoping he will jump off. Right on the hood. Into somebody else's car. Look, I think he's thinking about it. Yep. Reggie. Oh, there he goes. And he gets on somebody else's car. See? Someone- I cannot believe this. Bird. <laughs> and the person that's already at the drive-thru, he's like, Reggie's like, screw you. You're not getting anything. These people are already sitting in the line at the drive-thru, and Reggie's going to sit on there because you know what happens. They probably He's probably trained them to drop a french fry or two on the, on the floor for Reggie to give him some food. He's cheated the system. Well, it's just good uh, survival skills. Yeah? Is that what it is, Dan? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's a lot smarter for him than going through the dumpster and stuff. Get fresh food. So it's nice and warm. Uh-huh. What else? Yeah. It's, I don't know. Yeah. All right. On that note, I'm going to uh, let you guys get back to what you got to do on behalf of IT Dan. Why yeah, you, why hey, you, they can't they can't hear a wave, Dan. Okay, well I was looking on the screen. I just uh, well, oh, you, hold on, hold on. Dan gets all excited because he can't see himself. It's some kind of neural disorder that he has. It, it's been a great episode. All right, you good? I'm good. I'm good.
My name is Adikin saying goodnight and goodnight. Wait, wait, wait. Come back. This is the end. The absolute end. Écoute-moi.